Welcome to the podcast of the Unitarian Universalist Church of Cheyenne. We hope that these words find you well during these trying days. We are not meeting in person, but we gather on Zoom on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. For more information, you can visit our website at uucheyenne.org or find us on Facebook. Other reason than they could not gather with family and friends to break the fast each day or to, uh, to pray. And yet, as I think about it, I wonder what we might have learned from the intentions of Ramadan to apply to our current predicament. One of the reasons Ramadan works is because it's a community effort. Everyone is doing it, from the young to the old, from the religious to the casual. The only ones who aren't are those who are exempt, like children, the ill, or the elderly. Pregnant women, too. The Muslim world does this in unison, and that gives it a strength and a momentum that is critical to its success. One thing I discovered when I came home and tried doing it on my own is that it is much easier to practice Ramadan in the Middle East, where everyone understands why life is slower. In the same way, Self-isolation works because everyone is doing it. The difference, I think, is our attitudes about it. Where Muslims greet Ramadan with joy and excitement, most of us accepted the self-isolation with some combination of fear, anger, and resignation. Of course, there were good reasons for that in many cases. Ramadan does not come with the fear of loss of income or losing loved ones. Yet, what if we had chosen to embrace the stay-at-home orders with joy, openness, and community goodwill? What if we extremely independent Americans had recognized the value and power of collective action in physically distancing ourselves to protect everyone? What else might we begin to accomplish with that kind of collective action? One of the key aspects of Ramadan that I observed, and also one that my non-practicing father continued to honor, was zakat, or charity. My father gave money every year to his mother or his sister to give to families in the neighborhood who needed food or clothing or school items. In the Middle East, zakat means giving directly to people who are less fortunate. Everyone knows a family who doesn't have enough. Nonprofits like food banks are very uncommon there. Here in the States, many of us save money as a result of the stay-at-home orders. Think for a moment about how your finances might have changed during this time. Whether you didn't drive as much or you couldn't indulge a shopping habit, 
or just ate at home more, you may have saved some money. I know I did. Some of us need to save that money against realized or anticipated income losses, but not all of us. What if we took even some of that money and helped those suffering as a result of the closures? That could be through direct giving to someone you know or to a nonprofit, but I do encourage you to think broadly about that because nearly every nonprofit has seen major losses in this time. Many of us suddenly found how we used our time changed. Some of us had new demands on us, new things to learn, new tasks to do. Others had time hanging heavy. Which were you? I experienced both and had some time for self-reflection. Self-isolation offered many of us time to think we would never have taken otherwise. During Ramadan, Muslims are asked to self-reflect so that they might improve. How might you improve your life as a result of self-reflection and what you learned during the quarantine? While we're on the topic of time, some of us were able to take more time to rest and care for ourselves. Just as in Ramadan, people rest more and life slows down, many of our lives slowed, in some cases, to a near crawl. I know also that some of us sped up, like the healthcare workers to whom we owe a huge debt of thanks and a time of rest and reflection of their own. If you had time to rest, what did you learn from it? Did you find your body was exhausted and is now recovered? Maybe you found you felt better eating at home all the time, or you got more exercise and you feel better for being outside. Perhaps you read more or accomplished some long put off projects. Ramadan is a time when 1.8 billion people around the world spend a month practicing self-reflection, heightened worship, and empathy. This weekend is Eid al-Fitr, which is a celebration time that comes at the end of Ramadan. Muslims celebrate with prayer, giving gifts, and family gatherings. The celebration is different this year because families cannot gather. And that is a grief for most people I know in the Muslim world where family is incredibly important. Our world is different too, and it won't return to what we were accustomed to for a while, if ever. We are at the end of self-isolation, at least for now, but not the end of the pandemic by any means. While our lives are beginning to speed up and get busy again, let us consider how we can retain the lessons of Ramadan and those of the time we have spent in self-isolation. Now is the time for prayer and meditation.
As Hannah says every week, settle in, get comfortable. I'm gonna reposition my body. What I would like for you to do Thank you for listening. Here at the Unitarian Universalist Church of Cheyenne, we are grateful for the ways that you join our community. You can connect with us on our website at uucheyenne.org. And if you find yourself needing more support during these days, don't hesitate to reach out through our Facebook page or by contacting our minister, Reverend Hannah, at minister at uucheyenne.org. We are here for each other through whatever may come.